0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for coming back. I'm Jimmy Malone. I'm Stuart Randolph.
1: I'm Ben Snowden.
0: And this is Movie Show Theater. Real quick before we start, my shameless advertising as usual. You can find us through Facebook, uh, the Movie Show Theater page, and the 90.7 WAZU Facebook page as well. Uh, We'd like you to send in some movie requests, something you want us to do. And I was just thinking about this the other day. I smell a, a bad movie episode coming along here
2: bad movie episode Mm,
0: yes so if you're listening and you have a movie you would like us to make fun of you should you should leave a comment on it probably go with it
1: microwave massacre for the win no
0: gosh that doesn't qualify Eh? no i don't know well why don't we have Stu introduce uh this week's movie because it was his choice Too cute four rooms we watched four rooms so let's talk about it
2: in a world where movies are everywhere these heroes will make sense of some of the world's strongest films jimmy ben and Stuart. this is movie show theater
1: Four empty rooms because that would be probably boring. Not a whole lot going on.
0: Yeah, it would be it would be more boring than the first segment, which I really really don't care for. What the witches? Yeah, I don't like it. You like the witches? No, I, I think I that like one suffered
1: from trying too hardism.
0: Well, what's inter- the director? The direct mm. the directress. Uh, I
1: think it's still director. The direct It's Still a director. I it's know. not like comedian, comedian. No. Fine. I think it's just director. Hero, her hero. Fine. Fine. We'll do
0: it your way. Okay. So um, she wa- did this movie called Food, Gas, Lodging, and I guess she's really great with feminine characters and, and building these strong roles for females. But all the witches are, like, idiots. They're not very well portrayed. I mean, it's silly. It's fun. It's silly.
2: I don't think it was meant to be as intellectual as... I mean, I none it of, nothing in this movie. I thought it was supposed to be just like this introduction, and and the, what was one of the very first things that the uh, that the old bellhop tells our our hero Ted is keep it in your pants. Yeah. And what's the very first thing that happens? Well, he doesn't keep it in his pants, and frankly, I thought that was the most hilarious thing. That's a cardinal rule. You just you know, as a bellhop, you just don't fall victim to your to the the guests, and he fell victim. Well, let's be honest. If you're gonna fall victim to somebody, fall victim to her mm-hmm. because, oh my goodness,
0: she was really cute.
2: Oh, that
0: she was goes cute,
2: well beyond cute. Yeah, uh, you know where she's from. You know the, what one of her first movies was.
0: Uh, well, she was in that gas food lodging movie, but I don't know.
2: Say anything. She was a love interest. Oh say anything. wow, look at that. John Cusack, in your eyes, in your eyes.
0: He loves when fans ask him to uh, hold a boombox, <laughs> it turns out. Uh,
1: and if you look at her resume, Allison Anders, who's the director of this segment, um, she did films up until, I think, this one. But for the most part, if you look at her resume, it's mostly TV stuff. Like She oh, did yeah. like an episode of Orange is a New Black. She did a few episodes of Sex and the City. Uh, I think well, there's something are, else in there I'm forgetting.
2: Well, orange is a new black is really recent, comparatively mm-hmm. speaking. So yeah.
0: So the the one from this segment that I really enjoyed was uh, Valeria, which sounds kind of STD-ish. Veneriola, yeah. um, Valeria, bit, yeah. Golina, which I told Ben I remember her from Big Top Pee Wee. She was Pee Wee's girlfriend. No. Oh yeah.
2: No. Yeah. Which one? I, I the don't. one with the uh, my...
0: hokey accent. Uh,
2: oh, with the with the blonde?
0: I'm pulling it up right now. Oh. That one.
2: <gasps> oh no! Oh yeah, I totally remember. Oh, she I is, was fine. She There's was red wine. She was oh, in. Yeah. She
0: was in some other stuff too. Oh so, yeah, she
2: was in. Um, she was in. Oh, what was it? Top Secret.
0: Oh, yeah, with Val.
2: With Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah, she was
0: one of those, like, as soon as 1990 hit, she disappeared. Truly, except, yeah. except for this one.
2: Except for this, which 95. Yeah, well, I don't understand why she would have disappeared. I thought she was, she, number one, she's beautiful. Number two, I thought she wasn't a bad actress.
0: I'm sure that there's a backstory behind why she stopped doing movies, you know, sometimes. Yeah, you f- okay, well, I, I thought
1: agree. Madonna just wasn't any good at all.
0: Yeah, I was, I mean, so I looked on, uh, I love going to Rotten Tomatoes because... I like to hear other people's opinions and not just professional journalists who are movie critics who, you know, want their words to sound good, but just a a wide spectrum of opinion. And this movie got 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Which there's lots of movies that I love that got bad ratings. I'm not uh I'm not suggesting that a low rating on Rotten Tomatoes means it's a bad movie. I I'm it's so rated,
2: dumbfounded by that. I didn't think it was that bad at all.
1: It's rated more highly I, on I IMDb. Had, it's almost a 7, it's mm-hmm. 6.7. Yeah, I and there's a say, decent amount of user reviews and critic reviews too.
2: I think this is more of a cult classic sort of yeah. movie well, than, and a, it's, than it's a widely a, widely accepted film, definitely.
0: It's a it's a cute, fun, refreshing film. It's for sure worth a watch, but I think people were looking um and trying to nitpick too far into it because people have they they had a lot of mean. Well, things you to would say you would <laughs> look at
1: you would look at the cast and you would look at the directors and that's probably why at the very least when it came out people might say oh this is a disappointment but I think that like you said you hit the nail on the head there Jimmy just this was a fun project for everybody involved and they I mean I don't want to say they didn't put passion into it but they just wanted to have fun making a movie and I think that's what comes across. More this than is anything. a movie. This
2: is a movie that easily could be translated to to the theater. This is a movie that could, you know, I mean, seriously, this is, this looks like, as it's filmed, it looks almost like a play. It looks almost like a play. Oh, yeah. On the screen. Well, I mean, and, and you know, how about
0: the animation of, uh, not the intro animation, I, I don't care for those sort of intros. Pink but
1: Panther. T- yeah, style. that was exactly. very Pink
0: Panther-ish, yeah. yeah. But Tim Roth's whole performance was like a living tribute to Jerry Lewis. You know, the...
2: Peter Sellers, I would say more than Jerry Lewis.
0: Yeah, I mean, but Peter it's Sellers very phis- a very
2: physical comedy, very physical, and... with very few lines. I mean, throughout the entire performance, he he rarely spoke, and when he spoke, it was very affected. Mm-hmm. It was very to the point for the most part, and and it was downright funny. His, oh yeah, it's a way caricature
0: he... of himself. But... It
2: truly was. Yeah,
0: and I I thought that uh, you know one of the critics critiques that I read a lot on line was that he was way too much into the overacting, which he's supposed to be doing. I'll defend him to the grave. He got
1: into shocking situations. If we go back to that first segment, it's just like, okay, he stumbles into a coven of witches who are trying to uh, bring this one witch, Diana, over from the other side, and then they pay him to have sex with one of them. It's just like, well, what's your reaction going to be? Uh, yeah, sure, meh. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's supposed to be campy. Yeah. So I think it does call for a little bit of overacting. It's supposed to be out there. It's not supposed to be, you know,
0: serious drama. mm
2: mm-hmm. I, I Go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say, Sam the bellhop, I had to look him up because anything that's got Tarantino's name on it, you know it's just going to be riddled with pop culture references oh, yeah. and humor and throwbacks. And that guy, Mark Lawrence, the he's in like one minute of the movie. Right. He's been making movies since 1934. And he did, like, Chips and Marathon Man. Oh yeah. And, oh,
2: yeah, yeah. He's been at a lot of stuff. And I thought it was funny that he he is – literally, he opens the movie just giving Ted all the guidelines that he would ever need to know mm-hmm. to be about. And
0: that's his orientation, To and that's his His first night of his work.
2: very first night of work. And he gives him the hat right on the head and done.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I thought that was hysterical.
0: So, yeah, I just – I thought that and he breaks scene, every single every rule. Every single <laughs> rule yeah.
2: in one night. Every single rule. No, I think the ver- the the first vignette, if you will, it was fun. It was a good introduction to to what's going to happen to him. And no, it wasn't the best one, not by far, not by far. We'll get to the best one in a little bit. But it, it and and the characters, oh yeah, the characters in in the first one were a little one sided. But I think that if you take all of them as a whole, I think it was fun to watch. It was definitely fun to watch.
1: I liked the moving picture aspect where oh, it yeah, it's black the, and white and turns mm-hmm. to color. Yeah, that was cool. I said it reminded me of It, but not in a menacing way. Yeah, no, yeah, there's no,
2: no
0: Pennywise climb up a pole saying he's going to kill children. Want a balloon, Georgie?
2: Want a balloon? <laughs> we all float down here. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah. So that was good. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm trying Sorry. to stay on track. No, that's okay.
2: Stay on target. My ADD mind stay is a racing. This, this uh
1: this picture in Four Rooms if you haven't seen it is uh, at least if you're a male or if you're a woman who likes women, uh much more appealing to oh, the it's senses.
2: highly appealing. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And by the way, it's okay. streaming on Netflix.
2: Oh, it is. Yeah, definitely. Here here's the thing I don't understand, I guess about this whole first episode. What was the purpose of taking their shirts off, those that did decide to take their shirts off? Is it just to show boobs? Well, or I, is think it, that, yes.
0: I think that a lot I'm of— I'm not
2: complaining. I just didn't see the purpose behind it. I, I was, think
0: it just hmm. made them a little more organic and salt of the earth and, like, one with nature and, you know, like, like naturalist kind of witches.
2: sure. That's, but then that's the, my then guess. The, the one naturalist witch, the one who showed up carrying nothing but a broom and a little hippie bag, would yeah. have been the first one to shed her clothes. And how about
0: the pale girl with the, uh, the electrical tape? tape on her nipples? I know. Yeah. That was just weird. That was strange. I, I think my favorite fact about this movie, I did a lot of uh, reading on you know weird things you might not have noticed, but Bruce Willis is not uh, credited at all. No. And he decided he would do the movie for free. Oh, yeah. And so the SAG said you can't have him credited if he's going to do the movie for free. Oh, no, you can't
2: have him credited, which is fine with him. He doesn't care. I mean, he had a... Well, he's in the very last one of the, the four rooms. And, you know, frankly... His character was more of a secondary character anyway. Tarantino mm-hmm. dominated the whole last last vignette but with this his handsome rant face. about w- yeah. God. Oh, God. and his
0: fantastic acting skills. Oh God. <sighs> You know, in that last segment, the last segment's twenty one minutes, and they said the f word one hundred and ninety three times.
2: Unbelievable! Which is hilarious. Unbelievable! It, it, the whole rant over Cristal.
0: I know. Ugh. Should should we try to to be a little linear and, and go with this and go oh, with yeah. the second one? Oh yeah, one? no
2: no, we can go. Yeah, we can go in a row. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Even
0: though I'm the one that uh just side, sidetracked this train. Oh, that's alright. Yeah. You so, fired. Yeah, this, fired. the second the second one arguably is my second least favorite. Um I think there's less here that I enjoyed that I like even found amusing.
2: I have a little buddy, web. Well yeah, that was weird. When they when you reference
1: true numbers, all I can think of is The Shining too. I mean, I Two, yeah. Yeah. I expected some kind of homage to The Shining, but that'd probably be way too obvious for a movie like oh, this. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: and yeah. I don't I don't think that Kubrick really falls under Tarantino's umbrella. Fearful. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I'm sure that he 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 he. Loves so in the
1: so room 404, the way it's set up is there's a room that calls down when Ted gets back to the desk, and there are these guys partying and getting really, really drunk because it's set during uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's,
2: so, a, that's a beauty. The whole mm-hmm. thing is set in, in this time of New Year's Eve up until, I'm going to assume, up until midnight. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's so open on Christmas. It, open on Christmas in 94. It did,
2: yeah. In 95, I'm in sorry. In 95,
1: yeah. yeah. So anyway, go ahead. You were saying? Oh, yeah, so Ted... Um, goes to room 404 because that's what the drunk guy says, but it was probably a different room to begin with um, that he should have gone to with this bucket of ice. So he comes in, and he sees that there's a woman bound and gagged in a chair, and there just happens to be this crazy guy popping pills with a really big gun. He's drinking heavily, too. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) He just... The whole thing was just so weird. Yeah. It was just so weird. It was like some sort of twisted sex fantasy that they're having. And and I'm sorry, but the the woman is gorgeous. I mean, mm-hmm. Jennifer, Jennifer Beals, am I yeah, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, Jennifer Beals was just phenomenal. Flash dancer. Jeez oh, Louise, yeah. But it was
0: nice to see uh, David Proval. I don't know if it's Proval or Proval, but yeah. a little out of character. He's done some comedy, but... He does, like he was in, again, I know he was in Shawshank Redemption. Right, he's, right. He's, you know, been in a handful of mobster movies.
2: But again, he was such a weird character mm-hmm. in this. I mean, it was just, ah, oh, just strange. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even There's know. There's
0: some neurosis
1: going on there.
0: There is definitely some neurosis. <laughs> some
2: neurosis? Okay, I a mean, lot. A, a lot of neurosis,
0: yeah. I like how they played with the camera angle when he's hanging half out the window.
2: Oh, with Ben taking half a... Yeah, Help me!
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then they show the, the arrow, hotel. Then there's an arrow in this. The arrow and it's ten. like this yeah, It's this just so shot. cute. It's so silly.
2: It is absolutely the most ridiculous thing.
0: Yeah. And uh, Lawrence Bender, who's the Tarantino's producer on all his films, was is the, drunk the drunk guy. guy who is up hair, up <laughs> he the drunk guy? Who's billed as long-haired yuppie scum.
2: And he was in Pulp Fiction,
0: too. Also billed as... Long-haired yuppie scum. Was
2: he in? Was he hanging out with? Um, oh, uh, the Eric Stoltz character.
0: Yeah, he was hanging out with uh, Rosanna Arquette. Oh yeah, and Eric Stoltz. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, all right. That's what I thought. <laughs> long-haired yuppie scum.
0: So this that's is what I kept thinking me. last night when I was watching this movie. Is you know this is a, a movie that's overall pretty silly. But it's got some really fine acting talent, and everybody is so on top of their game. Like, Rodriguez and Banderas had just finished wrapping up Desperado a week before. Tarantino and Willis have, uh, you know, fresh off of Pulp Fiction. Right. And so these other three directors are kind of Tarantino's old friends from the indie days. Right. Um, And so the whole kind of shtick, I guess, when they were trying to sell this movie was just four friends that are making a fun movie to watch.
2: And that's what it ended up being, for the most part. I mean, there's no deeper meaning. It's just these ridiculous situations that this poor guy on his first day of work gets into. Mm-hmm. And how he handles with these situations. Now, granted, in the first scene, he handles the situation like any other reasonable young man would handle the situation. Sex He rolls in the cauldron. with it, and he has sex with the, the witch, of in course. The cauldron. Yeah, in yeah. the cauldron. In the cauldron, yes. And uh, the second one, that was by far the scariest one, I thought, because the guy had a... 44 Magnum pointed at his head the entire time. He's popping pills the entire time, drinking out of a uh, Jack Daniels bottle while a woman's tied to a chair. And the and woman... We're not even sure if the woman is wanting to be tied to the chair right. or not wanting to be tied to the chair.
0: Because she has some weird things He's that she decides to yeah, say. Yeah, I know. Talking about his you-know-what size. <laughs> that that whole part to me... Uh, like, his Richard. Th- yeah. Like the
1: parts from the first segment when she was just going on and naming you know every synonym for a male organ it's just like you could have cut it off uh after maybe the sixth one because yeah. it's just like she has encyclopedic knowledge so because so well maybe she's a prostitute too that was maybe hinted at with the end cuz she was a witch appears prostitute
2: no, I don't think she was a prostitute. I, I think she it was, was just a party girl. I, yeah, I thought no, I it was role playing.
0: Was there. I thought it was role playing. I think it was role I playing, think was role playing but she doesn't necessarily I don't think have she to was a prostitute. I think their little dance goes on a little too long in the first segment when they do their little ritualistic oh, dance. Oh, and they're like, yeah, that's when a little they are much. holding
2: their hands and twirling yeah. around, and you know, that well, it's that just was it's when, another
0: example of like it's. You know, you could see this in, like, a student film fest. It truly I was. mean, there's oh, some, yeah. you know, big names. and so, I mean, Madonna, I guess, is kind of That a, was
2: just a strange addition. Yeah. I don't even know. It was like she was kind of just hanging out. I want to know the story said, of how hey, she got involved. Do you want to be a part of this? And she was like,
0: meh. She just happened to wander not? on set. Yeah, I
2: know. Yeah, why not? Yeah.
0: So, yeah, the, the second one was... Um, so, I feel like his walks in between the segments are like his little transitional pieces to kind of... Keep you entertained, and you kind of learn a lot about—so Tim Roth is really great. I've never seen him in a role like this before, but I feel like he's one of those characters where you can get a lot of perspective about him just by watching his body language. Well, he's and...
2: very physical in how he—I mean, it, it, it there, he doesn't just walk. He saunters, mm-hmm. or he— does a little jig or whatever it yeah. is. He doesn't ever just walk away from something. And and after, you know, the the first scene, he's definitely got a little spring in his step, if mm-hmm. you will. And, it, you know, it. the way he speaks then as well is definitely very influenced by everything that happens to him in the yeah. rooms, you know? And it just goes on and on. And I think that not only his body language, but the way he speaks then is... Uh, By the very end, he's got a very normal tone of voice, but the rest of his speech is so very affected. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just strange, you know? I mean, because he's in these really weird situations, so.
1: Especially when he's going into this room and he sees, you know, this guy with a gun, this tied-up woman, and then (laughs) the guy with the gun fakes his death, which— that could have been legitimate. I mean, the guy was popping pills and drinking, so I thought yeah. when I was watching it that he actually was dying and he would deal with the dead body, that Ted would deal with the dead body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just, the way he freaks out is so great when he's um, bonding with Siegfried, Siegfried the man with the gun. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about his name and how um, he shouldn't be called Theodore. Yes. Hello, <laughs> Theodore.
2: <laughs> now you! And then Ted goes off and goes, My name is Ted, not Theodore.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. What? That was? sounded pretty good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I do try. Not a bad Tim Roth. Yeah. And yeah. I love the. Uh, I have the, my moments? My moments? I love the old school switchboard. That's funny. Oh, yes. Hello. <laughs> they do a great job of having him as, like, the only employee in this oh, falling apart hotel.
2: Falling apart hotel on New Year's Eve. The only one there.
1: A formerly prestigious hotel, too. I think that plays a big factor in it. Because you get, a, you get a, a sense that it used to be the place to go for big stars, but then they There was a picture of Marilyn
2: Monroe behind the old guy's head, you know? Yeah. I mean, so she had been there, and so that just leads you to believe that if she was there, who, there were a lot of people who were there.
0: Who Lincoln's knows? Abe Lincoln could have stayed there. Well, I mean, you know. So then uh, let's go ahead and move on to— uh,
1: Genghis sh- Khan.
0: Oh, <laughs> Genghis Khan conquered that hotel Jeez. in 1981, I believe. Uh, I think it was 82, I want to say. Uh,
2: you're making me old, both of you.
0: Hey, remember Genghis Khan's cousin that was in uh, The Shadow? Huh? No? You never saw The Shadow? I... No.
1: I vaguely remember it. Oh, I man. saw it Billy once. Billy Zane, isn't it? No, that's no, the that, Phantom Shadow. That's that's Alec Baldwin. Alec. Oh, Alec Baldwin. They were both oh, yeah. horrible. Oh, man. He was very heroic.
0: No. He backs away very slowly, and then it, tur- it turns into a sprint. No. Super creepy. So this was, um, so 95, this came out, and... I have a buddy where we always have this debate on uh, which year was better for film ninety four and ninety five. But ninety-five was tough competition because that was just to name a few seven usual suspects, Braveheart, Twelve Monkeys. Oh man. Heat, Clueless, Toy Story, Jumanji, Crimson Tide, Casino, Friday, Sense and Sensibility. We don't need to mention Friday. I don't really I don't really care much for that it's film. It's funny. It's funny. It's all right. It's Apollo all right. thirteen, Goldeneye, uh, you get the idea. Wow, there were huge movies.
2: Die Hard with a Vengeance was well, no wonder this one was buried in obscurity. I yeah. mean, it had it it had star power, but it didn't have the story to drive it.
0: Well, and I think vignette movies like that they're making a comeback with like VHS and stuff. But I know in the eighties they you know they were kind of reserved for horror films. You know, like or, creep show, creep or, show or, yeah, and it's hard to yeah. market a movie when there's five, well, four mini stories. Well, you know it's what not I
2: mean? A, the, the the continuity of a full film story makes it easier to market, definitely. Right. But so this is one of those. If you've got a large cast, which they had a pretty recognizable cast for the time. I mean, mm-hmm. there were not; these weren't B actors for the most part. These were character actors. These were people who frankly, could get work if they wanted it. So, you know, like, for instance, Bruce Willis was just on the cusp of superstardom at that point. I mean, because I think he really got launched into that right after Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, he was a star. It was kind of
0: his rebirth, I think. It was a
2: rebirth, but he got launched into immortality at that point by, by, by Pulp Fiction, and then he could do no wrong. I mean, his character as Butch was just iconic, and... In this, he kind of plays. It's like he's playing himself as a character, as an actor, and, and well, anyway. You know, I, I, know, you know, it, just, I know. what you mean. This, yeah, though. you know what I mean. The small yeah.
1: touches, like a referencing. I believe he's referencing his wife and saying, "You know, nothing's ever good enough for her." Right. And you know, he's ragingly drunk. And just out of control, and it's still awesome at the same time. But you feel like, you know, even though he's out of control, you really like him. Yeah. It's like, I want to hang out with this guy. It's like, well, wait, do I want to hang out with Bruce Willis or the person Bruce Willis is playing? Or is the person Bruce Willis is playing <laughs> – is that actually Bruce Willis? <laughs> yeah.
0: Did Bruce Willis even know that they were making a movie?
2: <laughs> at that point, You makes you wonder, and, right? And <laughs> yeah. I was thinking,
0: too, like – I he's he's a fine actor, but that drunk acting – you guys, I was really concerned. I think he was like really smashed when they were. Made. I don't think he's that good. There I don't was a think scene where he had They the could thing. do that.
2: I don't know. I don't think legally they can do that. I think that. I think that the. I think that Hollywood would pitch a royal fit if. Well, he, it wasn't a
0: was. job. He was doing it for free, so maybe doesn't matter. Or I don't <laughs> think
2: that legally they could do that. Yeah, no. I really don't. That's yeah. something
1: worth looking up. That's an interesting yeah. perspective too, because I you know. Um, oh, what was I can't remember? There was a movie where Nicolas Cage got really drunk and filmed himself, and then he went back to look at that footage, but he wasn't drunk during his performance. I
0: can't remember what movie it was. Right. It was actually one of his... Snake Eyes? <laughs> Did you ever see that one? That was... Any of his films? Ah. Uh, you know how long it's been since I've referenced Nicolas Cage he was actually... It I, been don't, been hard. No, I don't know. I
2: don't know. It's been, hard been this time. It was one so, of his
1: uh, earlier roles where he wasn't terrible.
0: I just can't remember which one it was. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to be more specific or on left, that one. Yeah, I
2: know, right? That's... Yeah.
0: So, the misbehaviors... Don't misbehave. Don't misbehave. I, nobody smokes a cigarette cooler than
2: Antonio Banderas. <laughs> that was just amazing. Except maybe his son. <laughs> well, no. No, his son was very awkward in that one. He was very awkward about it. But it was fun to watch nonetheless. That was definitely was very fun to watch. Definitely my favorite. Definitely my favorite of the four. Uh, the kids were phenomenal because it's truly what two kids left alone in a hotel room at night would do. And... <laughs> The couple is just so outrageous. Antonio Banderas it, with the, the whole the, the whole body movements. and again, it's all without actually seeing the film without watching it, you're never going to be able to appreciate how truly over the top the actual it, the character their caricatures of themselves almost. Mm-hmm. I mean it's just unbelievable. And um, he and the woman who plays his wife who's just gorgeous mm-hmm. in this as well. But they're just so blasé and so ridiculous with their kids. And ah, and, uh, what that, how they treat Ted is just hysterical.
1: Yeah. I just thought my, my comment to Jimmy was I, I think this is Zorro his off day because he's off, you know, slashing things with the sword. He comes home to the family. This is New Year's Eve. It's his one chance to party. And he's just like, you know what, kids, watch yourselves. But this bellboy is gonna help. Here's five hundred dollars. Yeah.
2: Wow. And he, like... This is
0: what the little girl looks like now, from Misbehaviors.
2: Oh my goodness. She's wow. pretty. That her makes name me is feel guilty. She, what is she now? Mikisak. Like what? Twenty? What? She's got to be in her. She, she's like. Oh, she's thirty. She's here's, thirty.
1: Here's the mother.
2: Oh, Tamlin was. Oh, Tamlin Tamita was hot to begin with. I mean, geez louise.
1: She's aging well. I know you can't see the pictures obviously out there.
0: Uh, But but you can look them up. Yeah, Yeah,
2: look them up. It's well worth your look. Well worth the look. I don't want to say her last name too
0: much because we got to keep this family friendly but her last name is McKissack so we'll just move on there. McKissack. We'll make some uh, cheesy puns and uh, put them on the uh, website. McKissack. So, I really like the chemistry between the uh, little brother and little sister, too. Absolutely. The way that he yep. doesn't think, you know, he's, as far as child innocence goes, his sister says, smell my feet, and he's like, just kind of inches up ever so, just like you would with a real <laughs> sister. And, you know, you're not even thinking about it. All right, I'll smell her foot. him
2: right in the face. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the s- Shouldn't have turned on the nudie channel. That was his problem. And oh, yeah.
0: Did you see, <laughs> see who the uh, dancer was? I actually, didn't on pay the attention. screen. Yeah, it's Selma Hayek. Oh no! Yeah, Selma oh, Hayek was the bikini wow, dancer. Oh, that's awesome! But they don't show her face.
2: No, and again, she's uncredited.
0: Right. Yeah, and so they were hilarious. a week after Desperado, so that's they were probably uh, still hanging out. I like to think they were hanging out. I like. Uh, this who knows what they were doing. Th- <laughs>
2: The best part of this is when he's when she's saying, Smell my feet and he's actually smelling something. He smells something that's just not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, he starts going through the drawers, he starts taking apart the bed and he finds the needles and he's
0: darts with they, they the start needles.
2: throwing dart they make a dartboard with like used syringes.
1: Yeah, the That was wrong. The goes, little girl steals her mom's lipstick right her right, mom's red lipstick yeah. and like puts a dot on one of the paintings and put puts rings around it and um behind her the little boy has this huge syringe and she's not looking <laughs> just tosses it and it hits the bullseye but she's right next to well, it well they've the been paintings. drinking at that point yeah they've and been drinking they, champagne they've
2: been drinking champagne at that point and so they were a little they were a little tight and he's in wielding, their little baby immune systems it doesn't take much doesn't for them. take much no it doesn't take much and so he's got this huge syringe Obviously, used that he's going to throw at the dartboard. <laughs>
0: this got real dark, real fast, and uh, I think it is. Yeah. I think it's by far the darkest and most disturbing one. Not just because of the content, but also because of the context, and that it all
2: revolves around these kids. You know, the whole the the, the whole entire premise of it, though, at the beginning is Antonio Banderas tells his children, "Don't misbehave," and pays Ted to make sure that they don't misbehave. Well, Ted doesn't care. Ted, Ted even tells them an outrageous lie about their eyes will burn out of their socket if they open them with, what is it? Uh, uh, Vicks, Vicks Vapor Rub on their eyes. He puts Vicks Vapor Rub on their eyes and, yeah. their eyes and <laughs> says, You lie there <laughs> and stay there. Yeah. Or if you open your eyes, it'll burn horribly. Well, the girl, after a while, smells that this is just not right at all, takes a kleenex or whatever wipes it off and then they start to misbehave obviously well spoiler 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 what ends up happening dad mom come back at the end mom is wasted with a
1: bottle in her hand she's wasted pass out drunk yeah
2: at that moment they walk in what do they see jimmy
0: uh, Let's they see. see a whole lot. Ted's Let's holding
1: see. a needle. The room's on fire. Um, the needle's
0: in his leg. Ted, no, no, Ted's he's holding the needle out. Oh yeah, yeah, He's
2: pulled
1: the needle out. He's holding the leg hooker's out. leg.
2: Yeah, but what? What? Where? The
1: sun's what, smoking, right? Where yeah, he, yeah. The
2: sun's smoking. The girl is standing there, dumb stuck, and Ted's holding a leg of a dead hooker that was stuffed <laughs> in the mattress of this bed of this hotel. It is the most gruesome, dark scene ever, but the best line did you misbehave <laughs> as he walks in it was in. awesome it was it such was a it was just perfect timing for mm-hmm. the whole thing and the fact that ted got stuck with a dirty needle and has a dead hooker leg in his hand and it just it was the worst possible scenario for any parent to walk into oh yeah ever but
0: i mean it's not like they didn't you know if i leave my kids at a hotel you're you're taking a risk there's I mean, a, a, a horrifying scene for sure. Yes, but they
2: were young too. They I mean they were what nine and nine and eleven, maybe. Yeah. At that point. Well, I so.
0: think one of the
1: one of the best points or best parts that we haven't discussed is um, the wife's talking about you know how can you just trust a complete stranger? Then Antonio Banderas' character grabs Ted's face and like smushes it. Mm-hmm.
2: He's, just, he's just like, I trust him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
2: looks all right to me. You're
0: <laughs> just going to leave them alone? Translation: no, They have the, the they television. Have Translation:
1: we're the parents and we want to get drunk.
0: <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. It's a relevant tale. But I love when they actually walk out the uh, Banderas and, and Tamblin. Oh, They're like the tangoing out. Yeah. Like the dip in the elevator. Oh, yeah, dips the... him and then hits it with his foot. He just, t- yeah. <laughs> it is like it's there was tango. about a six year period where he was just untouchable. Antonio Banderas oh, yeah. and he was in everything oh, and yeah. he like oh no and he like kind of redefined the swashbuckler role and
2: let's be honest he's a gorgeous man yeah he is he's a gorgeous man so
0: what happened He's dreaming. What's he doing right now?
1: He has tons of money. I mean, he well, he, he doesn't need the, to act. He did for the sure. Shrek movies. He was uh, oh, yeah, and push
0: push moves, he moves, the yeah. and I think he, he does all the games and uh, oh, you know yeah, he's done totally. all the sequels oh, and yeah. stuff. But
2: no, he's just wading neck deep in money now. So yeah, yeah,
0: probably. Yeah. He'll do a uh, uh, JCVD kind of uh, come back in a couple years. <laughs> did you ever see that? That was really good. No. John Claude Van Damme. He played John Claude Van Damme. He played John Claude Van Damme. John Claude played John Claude in this movie and it was he was like a washed up actor from the 80s and 90s oh, you're and kidding me. now he was in France and he's like totally broke he's getting evicted and uh he's like squandered his money on alcohol and oh, wow. he wanders into a bank um to like try to get a loan and a uh, robbery happens in the process <laughs> and so there's all this media coverage. They think right. that Jean Claude is robbing the bank, and oh no! <laughs> inside, it's a whole. It's really good. If, is Dolph
1: Lundgren the real bank robber? Yeah, that's right. all I want to know. All, yeah, because yeah. be, if you if he you just wishes, said, if you just said Dolph Lundgren is, is in this film, just like sorry guys, I can't film the. Uh, sorry, I can't record the rest of this. I'm going to go check that out, or I'm streaming it right now during God, this episode. Dolph Lundgren. No, he was in the new both Universal Soldier Ill. movie.
2: Well, they were also both in those the Expendables, the Expendables films. Oh, so
1: I didn't. See I that. haven't seen. I haven't uh, seen any of those. Really. I'd like anyway, to though.
2: It'd be for the same. Antonio campy Banderas factor. was in the Expendables film too. There I would go. hope.
1: I would hope alcohol was involved if I was watching
2: any of those movies. Expendables, oh, yeah, a large uh, that, amount of alcohol. Him. I'm sorry. That's anyway. Back to Antonio.
0: Back to it. So yeah, that's he was a... in his
2: heyday when he made this one, though. Definitely in his heyday. I mean, he had the slicked hair, the cool. I mean, he was just the epitome of cool. Yeah. Not too
0: many people wear that slick back uh,
2: long hair anymore. That's kind of a, not a. Not oh well, a thing it's, of it's kind of a. It's kind
0: of a. Kind of a douchebaggery thing. That now. is a
2: douchebaggery thing. But let's be honest. If you can pull it off, do it do it, and he could and can probably still, mm-hmm. you know? That's so. the problem
1: with Quentin Tarantino trying to look really, 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 really cool in the next segment. It's just like, dude, Antonio Banderas was just on the screen five That's minutes ago. What are no, you doing?
2: Yeah, he just out-cooled everybody. With the exception of maybe Bruce Willis, who doesn't even try, and he yeah. is there and is, is cool. Yeah. I mean, he just is
0: cool. No, so. absolutely. Yeah. So that brings us to the fourth, fourth. and, and yeah. as far as Tarantino's Acting goes, I feel like it's a case of just because you can doesn't mean you should.
2: Always. Always. I mean, he ever since his, character. I'm sorry. Ever since
0: know. his role as Jimmy in Pulp Fiction, I think he's pretty openly mocked about how bad his acting is, but he's still kind of... I mean, he's he's a self-professed egomaniac, he obviously. Is. He's a total... Um, At least he admits it. He does. I mean,
1: you can tell in any interview, I mean, in his performances as well when he's acting... You know, that you have to have a big ego to put yourself in a movie when that's the result. It mm-hmm. you was know, it's just him, like, blabbing on and on and going into these tirades or filibusters. Just like, can you just stick to one thing instead of jumping between these 20 topics you're trying to cram into five sentences? No kidding. Jeez yeah, sweet. he talks I mean, he just... real fast.
2: And again, the whole bit about Cristal, just get on with it. I don't care. I don't care about Cristal. I don't, I'm I'm, I'm never going to be able to afford to drink a bottle of it. And quite frankly, I don't like champagne that much anyway. So. Neither do I. Get over yourself.
0: Just get ah, to let it. Let Bruce get Willis talk and act more. Yes. Please. So let's see. Quentin Tarantino, you're gonna play a loudmouth uh Rags to Riches overnight success story. Uh I think you can probably pull it off.
1: He's still Yeah. I'm pretty Rather sure. annoying. Oh, yeah, it's I, I, totally but, but that's annoying. the thing, that maybe that's the point though, because he is like we talked about with the Bruce Willis kind of well, maybe playing a version of himself. I mean, Definitely Quentin Tarantino's doing the same thing, but, I mean, that's what he does when he acts that's, in any yeah. of his Yeah, he, I think his, his worst movies.
0: performance was in Django. It was... Because he, he actually to pull had off to do... Accident, yeah, an accident, didn't he? I mean, he, did, he not tried not to do an, an
2: Australian accident? Yeah. An accident. It was an Australian it accident, It was. I truly, would call yes. it
0: a, a catastrophe, but. Yeah, yeah. It, I, no. Uh,
1: <laughs> accident is probably the right word for yeah.
2: it. <laughs> he was
0: trying to do, like, a, a, an actual, like, title role
2: yeah and, like
0: he gets killed yeah. off in Reservoir Dogs thank God yeah Um, he's in four minutes of Pulp Fiction
2: maybe a little more than that
0: I get the good stuff because I want to taste it when I, I drink, drink it, it. <laughs> dude there's no way that Samuel L. Jackson
2: <laughs> would be friends with you no there's oh, no way no. yeah let's go over the hill here my boy Jimmy's in this neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, why don't we? What? Why
0: don't you tell me the story of how you met Jimmy? Yeah, because I'm I not to know.
2: buying it. I think that somehow at some point he was sent to kill Jimmy, and Jimmy convinced him otherwise.
0: You know what I bet it was? I bet uh, Jules was dating Bonnie at one time. And then The Bonnie, Bonnie situation. they broke up. You Bonnie started dating this Bonnie dorky si- white yeah, guy. The dorky white guy. Samuel right. Jackson's like, how the hell are you going to date this? All right. He's cool. Yeah.
2: He's exactly. cool. He's all right. He's all right. So, anyway. Oh yeah. So in this, though, uh, obviously he's—is he playing a director, or is he a director, or he's is he playing, playing a dir- himself? He's like yeah. a director producer. He's a director. he's a director producer, whatever it is. And they're at the end of their their New Year's Eve party, and things are starting to unravel. And lo and behold, the whole premise of this is that one of them says, or it's him, I believe, that says that he can. Or no, his buddy Paul Calderon Yeah, Paul Calderon can can light his lighter How many times Ten in Ten times a row? Ten times in a row And if he can do it, then Excellent Does he win something? He wins like,
0: uh, Tarantino's car
2: Oh, that's right It was that's a right. 64 Chevelle
0: Malibu oh, The Pulp Fiction red. car
2: The Pulp Fiction car yep. Oh, yeah, beautiful car But if he can't Then somebody has to sever his finger with a meat cleaver Now, the whole premise behind that is just the only time anyone would ever consider doing that is after a full night of drinking.
0: Mm -hmm. And they do a a lot of exposition to explain to Ted, by the end, when he actually agrees to do it, you're kind of on board. You're like, all right, I get it. I would do it. So is Ted at that point. Hands down, I would absolutely do it. Ted
2: literally has nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. Nothing to lose and a great big pile of cash to gain. Mm -hmm. All he has to do is... If the guy misses uh, a single light, all he has to do is cut the pinky finger
0: off. He's got his finger on the cutting board. Ted's, Ted's got holding the, the meat cleaver. cleaver. Yeah.
2: Their I whole
1: mean, order was pretty awesome, too. It was, what, like a sandwich, a ball of yarn, the hatchet, oh, the cutting yeah. board. At first I thought, what the hell's going and on an here? Ball. And
2: a hatchet. Wasn't yeah. it a hatchet that they asked for? They asked for a hatchet. And they brought him a cleaver. And it was this okay. gigantic meat cleaver is what it ended up yeah, being. yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, it would that works just the same. I mean, it cuts through bone, obviously. <laughs> obviously.
0: One thing that I always really appreciated about Tarantino that other directors seem to not be so consistent with is really great dialogue. Like, anybody can film an action scene and, and film an exciting car chase, but it's not easy to write believable dialogue or, like, engaging dialogue, you know? I think one of the best examples is in Pulp Fiction when... Uh, Travolta and Uma Thurman are sitting at that table. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're not really talking about anything, yeah. but there's got to be this scene of six minutes, so they, yeah. he doesn't BS his way through. He writes such great dialogue.
2: Well, they're talking about the $6 shake or whatever it was, mm-hmm. or the $12 shake, and he's like, you know, you got it. This better be one pretty good shake if it's, twelve. well, worth $12, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, and that's the type of stuff that somebody would actually talk about. And yeah. It, and in this particular vignette, that – Everybody in the scene adds a little something to it. And Jennifer Beals is there again too. She shows up and is just kinda hanging out. Mm-hmm. And was like, Hey Ted <laughs> you
0: know? And she's got her shoes off, of course, because Tarantino does. loves that foot fetish.
2: Oh geez, yeah. Yeah, that's very true.
0: Oh baby, baby. Oh
2: man. Hey, oh.
1: But should we should we release the spoilers? The spoiler alert, and how hilarious it is that the guy can't even light the lighter once. Oh yeah, Time. that was great. And then he gets his he gets his pinky chopped off. And Ed, uh, sorry, Ted. Ted, just scoops the scoops money scoops up. The timing
2: is, is perfect again. he practically dances out of the room. Yeah, you know. I mean,
0: there's there's 21 minutes of of buildup
2: for uh, so two you're... seconds of of climax.
0: Right, right. Ready, set, go. Doesn't light finger. Done.
2: That was it. <laughs> And then I, that's the end of the movie as yeah. Ted saunters out of the room.
0: Yeah, I I love the conversation. Thank you
2: very much. I and love the conversation. Tips convers- his hat and walks out. <laughs> yeah,
0: I love the conversation right before the man from Hollywood that Tarantino has with Marissa Tomei.
2: Oh, oh, Betty. Yeah, Betty on the phone. Yeah, and that's Tim Roth who's having the the conversation oh yeah 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 Yeah. yeah, Ted is having the conversation and and Ted is like you've gotta do something (sighs) Betty (laughs) did you say you
0: have an oven full of witches Witches,
1: (laughs) and they're playing (laughs) a Rambo video game too like he calls this house and they're like getting high playing Rambo and like Kathy Griffin comes over to the phone. She's like, what's going on? And he's like, you got to get your, You're my backup, right? Yeah, you're, exactly. Or you're the person who's supposed to come yeah, in next.
2: You're my boss.
0: And Kathy Griffin, another one that was, uh, I mean, she's doing great now. Oh, yeah. I think she's hysterical. But oh, totally, That truly, was like yeah. right after News Radio. Remember yep, News Radio I with do. Andy Dick? Yep, and, Andy, uh,
2: Andy Dick.
0: <laughs> and, uh, oh, what's that guy the, from Kids in the Hall, Dave Foley?
2: Dave Foley, yeah. Yeah, he's totally, really good. Yeah. He's good. Oh, yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, so I love the little...
2: The, 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 you know, his, the, that little brief Marissa Tomei part was just hysterical, too. Mm-hmm. Though. I mean, they're so high. They're so high. It reminds
0: and, me of Rosanna Arquette's character from uh, – not Rosanna Arquette, but the OD victim in Pulp Fiction. And there was one background girl in that scene where Roseanne Arquette, when she fin- Uma Thurman finally wakes up after the adrenaline, and she says, say something. She goes, something. And then there's a really stone girl that's holding this bong. She yeah. goes, trippy. Trippy.
2: That's, yeah. that's who that reminded me that's, of. Oh, okay. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I rem- yeah. My little black medical book. <laughs> Too weird. So uh, I, thought, I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. I think this is purely a brain candy film. This yeah. is this is a movie you watch when you don't want to think deep. You just want to watch a movie that that's just visually fun. The 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 editing is superb. I the acting yeah, for the most part okay, Ted is hilarious. Tim Roth's character is by far the shining star. Mm-hmm. The The next in line would be, of course, ben, uh, Antonio Banderas. And then, uh, you know, the, the others are just kind of there, but the kids were hilarious too. Mm-hmm. By far they came in probably third combined. But, again, you don't watch this for any greater meaning other than, wow, what a messed up night for this poor Poor, poor, sad sack. Yeah. Or if
1: you like Roald Dahl, these uh, short films were loosely based on his works. Yeah, I read that. That's pretty interesting. Which I, I now that I'm looking back on it, I didn't know that before I started watching I have the film. no but clue. But now it makes sense because I, I think at least with three out of the four stories uh, that were presented in film form for Four Rooms, I've read the short story that it correlates to, especially the last one because it's very memorable with the way Roald Dahl Right. So a lot of people obviously remember him for you know, Charlie, in the Charlie Factory, Factory, big, and the Chocolate Factory, James Giant, giant big like friendly his kids writing. Yeah. But if you read his short stories, like his adult work, it's very, very dark, and there's usually death and Matilda violence. Matilda was really dark.
2: Yeah, Matilda yeah. was Matilda dark. Matilda was super dark.
0: They even managed to make that uh, adaptation pretty pretty, pretty, it pretty was, disturbing. It was disturbing. When the teacher throws that girl by her pigtails. The
2: cho- oh, yeah, or, or the whole idea of the closet, the chokey.
0: The oh, rope they yeah. called
2: the chokey with all the nails and railroad spikes sticking through it and everything. I mean, that was just horrid.
0: I kind of forgot it about that.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's I think if if you're looking at the if you want to call it the source material, I don't even think it follows it very closely, but I think if you're looking at the translation here, um that absurd nature where something's so dark but hilarious at the same time, this movie Really nailed that. I think mm-hmm. I
2: think you're absolutely right. And again, if you think about the the source material in all the other movies that have been made over Dahl's films, they have that underlying darkness. I mean, the original, uh, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder. That whole scene on the boat, that boat ride scene, was so disturbing. It was a bad acid
1: trip. It was
2: a bad acid trip. And kids kind of dying. Yeah. The fact (laughs) that they're getting blown up, you know, disintegrated or inflated all throughout, I mean, that's just dark, too.
1: And you're being put in a position where you're actually rooting for these children to be off because they're just little despicable brats. Yes. But I want a golden
0: goose. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I thought that was just that. That that would be a whole oh well, like, podcast be, no, no. series oh,
2: without a doubt. Yeah, we're gonna have I to would touch be on dolls.
0: Terrified by that film, really? Oh yeah, the, especially the scene in the cave huh. when they're on the boat.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when the, they're the, in the tunnel, the tunnel, yeah, the tunnel. Yeah, and yeah. The, the,
0: the cheesy um, projection screen yeah, and the earwigs the, and
2: and the and the, the the rabbit or whatever it was behind or the chicken being beheaded. Oh behind yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was horrifying. Except it goes by so quick, you're like, "What did I just see?" Is not, the same like, not quick
0: <laughs> enough to be considered subliminal, because I, no. I definitely remember seeing it when I was. Oh little. yeah, yeah. But, And even when I was younger, and I saw it when the girl like dropped through the scale, and uh, she was a bad egg. I remember thinking <laughs> in my mind, "Oh, she, she's dead now." Then that's, everybody that's yeah. disappearing are are dead. They're all dying. I think yeah. if I would have watched it maybe a little younger, I would have been like, "No, they're they're going. They're they're at the exit." Right. You no, know, exactly. I think
1: I think they may not. All die. Like, um. No, oh, they, I,
2: I think it's. My pretty... TV just gets. Well, he shrunk down, and they, shrunk then he gets down, stretched back out into the again. Purse.
1: And then one of them, I, I forget which character, gets turned into. Ooh, uh, Veruca. Veruca. No, no that was Veruca gets brat. dumped. Yeah, Veruca gets um, dumped. The one who chews the, the gum get gets turned into like a
2: giant blueberry, Yeah, that's, I just can't yeah. remember her name. Oh, jeez. Um, Violet. Violet, Violet, Violet yes. Beauregard. Wow. Violet turns into Violet.
0: And Augusta I guess this pretty group. much
2: suffocates. Yeah, he drowns. Drowns, and then, oh, that's terrifying. Oh, well. When I, it's uh, trippy that these are Dahl, though, the stories, because, again, you can tell. with the, You know, the, the whole, the, the supernaturally sort of theme in the first one. I'm not sure about the drugs and guns in the second one, but the, but the children in the third one, those are the type of characters that Dahl would write, definitely. So, I don't know. That's just weird.
0: I guess Steve Buscemi was designed to play Ted, which probably would have worked. Ah, uh, no, don't think so. No, well, he didn't have that flamboyance.
2: No, that, like he didn't Tim have Roth. That... Well, just he didn't embodied. Have that... yeah, truly, I mean, he's not Steve Buscemi's not a physical enough character actor. I don't think. He's not. He couldn't have pulled off the body language. That, he could have that gotten Tim mad,
0: had. and he could have had that like temperament right. that Ted did.
2: Oh yeah, but he never would have pulled off the actual physicality of it, though. Mm-hmm. I think that the way Tim Roth pulled it off. I mean, you know, we I've, I, we've seen him in other things like Pulp Fiction. He played, you know, Bunny's, you know, in the in the diner, and then later on in uh, an adaptation of the Hulk. He played a bad guy. He played oh, the guy right. who turns into a yeah, yeah, almost.
1: I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, role.
2: he he actually is a pretty decent actor, and he he's in a television series, Lie to Me, or something like that, too. Okay, I haven't seen. I mean, that. yeah, but well, I mean, he does
0: a lot of Broadway stuff too. Does. I mean, he's, no, uh, he does. He's uh, he's And probably, you can tell with this; he's he's got that stage I, presence. That's
2: exactly what I thought I was watching. It. He yeah. definitely a stage actor, and that's why this could be a beautifully produced. Stage production mm-hmm. at some point, minimal special effects, if any. With you really except- just
0: need like uh, two rooms,
2: and all you would do is r- rotate the, mm-hmm. the 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 set back and forth. You'd set it for each of the different scenarios. What a cool cool thing that would be!
0: I don't.
1: One thing worth mentioning too: Bruce Willis is going to Broadway. No, have you guys heard about this? No, it's. Okay, brace yourselves for this. Bruce Willis on Broadway, and do you know what? It's an adaptation of tell me it's Die Hard. Misery. Wow. What? Yeah, I, I hope th- he's playing the Kathy Bates role. Bruce Willis will make his Broadway debut in Misery alongside House of Cards actress Elizabeth Marvel. Oh, because I, 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 I remember
2: like her. I saw. I he's saw gonna play the author. Yeah, I, I hope so. so. He'll have I believe to play so. I haven't, the
1: I haven't delved into the story, Ooh, that'll but be I a, saw uplifter. it. I saw it um, come across Ooh. my Facebook news feed because I like so many different movie sites and, you know, Bruce Willis and Broadway Misery Adaptation, I'm just like,
0: what? Okay. Wow. All, right. All right. Too if awesome. We're play a it's, little... it's time for him to, like, turn a new leaf. Not turn a new leaf, but kind of reinvent himself a little bit to stay relevant. Do something different. Uh, he doesn't I really guess. have to do anything for anyone at this anything. point. Yeah. No, but he... Any, what were you going
2: to say? I was just going to say, did you guys hear, and, and this is completely off topic, but I'm. it has to do with movies. Harrison Ford crashed his, his airplane today. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, it dominated Reddit. Yeah. I've seen he was, he's, he's, he's a, I think he's think okay. He's okay. said serious, but I don't it was, think it was serious. Now he's in fair condition right now, not critical condition, which is what they say. He walked away from the crash, though, apparently. But uh, uh, that was dumbfounding. The guy's 72 years old. He crashes a plane in a golf course and walks away from it. Yeah. I'm...
0: Greedo's well, Revenge.
2: Greedo's Revenge.
0: <laughs> well, he hurt himself on Star Wars, too. He is yeah, just, he did. He's, his bones are getting kind of old. Bad,
2: he had a bad six to eight months there. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Well, speaking
0: of of movie news, I guess, my favorite uh, movie news of the week is the Evil Dead TV show. No. I saw that. On Star. I knew about no. that. Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Rob Campbell Tapert. is back? Oh, yeah. Like, he's got so many other things to do. <laughs> He's hoping for the Jack of All Trades reboot. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it's uh, they've released a lot of the plot and how how that's going to work, and it's going to have some competition, obviously, with like Walking Dead and this sure, whole sure. Uh, resurgence of of zombie.
2: Are they going back to like that Book of the Dead sort of plot? No,
0: it's going to be or? it's going to be modern day. Okay, and he uh, uh, happenstance comes across this. Doctor, lady, whatever—they kind of have a, a form of bond, and then they are just surviving the end of times. Okay, interesting. But it's more of like deadites I mean, instead of zombies, so right. I'm I'm super on board. I I don't know. I wouldn't be able to take it seriously. Well, I don't know if you're supposed. Well, I mean, maybe they're turning over new leaf too. This is what needs to happen. Army I'm I'm Darkers just playing
2: uh, versus. Re-animator. Reanimator, Oh, man, no. Film adaptation. Re-animator
1: was awesome. I would say, well, I think you brought this up yesterday. Jimmy, Independence Day 2 being made oh with, my with bring back, Will Smith. But Chris Hemsworth will be in it, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Leave Will Smith out of it. I'm fine with him well, not he's, being well, in yeah. it. And, well, my news was, you know, okay, he's not going to be in Independence Day 2, but he's going to be dead shot in the Suicide yeah. oh, Squad yeah. movie. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it looks like maybe he's embracing racier roles now because he has, like, an R-rated movie that's coming out. Um, or it might be out.
2: Oh, is that the one with their con men?
1: Yeah, yeah, that looked yeah. good. So looked I, really I think good. right now he's moving away since I think his kids have grown up. Oh yeah, I think yeah. he's just going to maybe embrace more adult roles and not do like all these clean, squeaky clean sci-fi action films. Well, speaking of <sighs> his,
2: speaking of his kids, uh, Jaden's doing another Karate Kid with Jackie Chan. Oh my gosh! Whoa!
1: Yeah. Um,
2: I
0: really appreciate that. Will Smith admitted that After Earth was the worst film he's ever made
2: oh yeah and it was it was horrid
0: I saw the trailer and was just like there's no it. way Wasn't I'm going to watch was
2: Shyamalan? It, it wouldn't surprise me I don't yeah. I don't was well it? I don't I'm
0: going to have to find out yeah um yeah so I don't know the, the Evil Dead will be it'll be it'll be interesting uh, so I love the the movie news trying to keep up with oh, reboots yeah. and sequels and gonna, I, just, I make fun oh, of yeah. them and then they come out and I get really excited and,
1: and then them. I watch the Age of Ultron trailer in slow motion 99 times and then and I got fired from both my jobs. Oh man! Not really, but um, it's kind of crazy that they'll release the trailer Please and then don't
2: do that again.
1: And then five minutes later, you'll have an in-depth analysis posted online. It's just like, guys, it's a trailer. We don't need an in-depth Seriously? analysis on three minutes. Seriously, I, I appreciate that you're really excited about it, like most of us are. But don't
0: hack this movie to death before it's released.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely, don't do that. So. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly.
0: So we got about five minutes left. Um, we've been going on a rotation basis with movies. I did. Um, I didn't know that was kind of. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I kind of. I kind of thought. Yeah. Anyway, um, Ben had Captain America. Stu had Four Rooms. And uh, if you have an idea that you think we should do a movie or a sequel or a two movies, let us know. Let us know. You can find us in let so us many know. places. You
2: know, honestly, I, I don't mind picking the films, but it, it's after a while, I just have this feeling we're just going to... No, I, I I actually love picking the films, but there are a lot of films that we just haven't talked about, and that's the problem. There are too many to choose from. So if you guys throw something at us, we'll do it. I mean, we'll do it. It doesn't matter, yeah, no, no matter you know, what it is. No matter well, what let let it is. No matter what it is, we're going to do it. Well, almost no matter what it Coming is. I don't studio. know. We'll do it with yeah, you. Yeah, I. Yeah, there are a couple of films. I mean, come on. Let's just keep it realistic. We can't probably do like you know a porn film or anything like that. That, that yeah,
0: strong, there's no but, way we'd be able no, to air that. We can do that no. in the private studio. Maybe. Yeah, but no, we can't. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> just, I'm gonna <laughs> say maybe like three weeks from now we'll do a bad movie. That was good. I like that. I um, <laughs> was so wrong. It was a little wrong.
2: Well, um, something like the Debbie if, well, Does if, Dallas if, soundtrack.
1: No, what I'm saying is, if if you've ever seen the movie, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Uh, <laughs> we each individually have a band following yeah. us around, playing our yeah, theme yeah, music, yeah, yeah, and that was my theme music. music. I'm, I'm waiting my get band you wait. Sucka. I was like, hey, band out there, stop playing. We're trying to record. You're so loud right now. Jeez, guys.
0: You know you can hire a um, five piece <laughs> band in New Orleans for two hundred bucks to follow, follow you
2: around, around for the night, and you get really? a police escort. Really? How cool is mm-hmm.
0: that? Uh, that
1: sounds like it's worth it to me. It's pretty awesome. And, I unless I they think know like I one... get
2: Really annoyed with it after about unless, ten minutes. Unless yeah. they know like one unless song. Unless
1: they were
0: taking requests. Yeah, they only know like one verse of one song. Okay, so don't go for the mariachi band route. <sighs> no
2: mariachi band route. Yeah.
0: So the movie that I'm gonna choose—it's back to me now. I've decided on aliens, plural. Oh. Not the Game first over, one. Game over, man. Game we're, we're over. We're dead, man. We're already dead. <laughs> so, uh, the first one was great. The first one was more sci fi. The second one, I think, is more horror. Um, and it's one of. Yeah. Uh, James Cameron's earlier actually films. you
2: know what i I would disagree I think the first one's more horror think so I think the first one's more psychological horror whereas the second one is truly more sci-fi because you got the guns and the marines and everything else I mean we you, the humans actually fight back in the second one the first one is the first one could be in a haunted mansion on earth and it could be any monster mm-hmm. you know that's what it is in the first one it's truly a haunted house in space mm-hmm I mean, that's the way I took it when I saw it the first time, so mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. I don't yeah. And also, speaking of, there, there's an, a new Aliens reboot on top of Prometheus 2. No. Yes. Yeah. No. They the have guy, concept art. The guy who is directing the new Aliens movies, Neil Blancarp, Blancop something, he's the guy who did District 9.
2: Oh, cool. Which and was a great movie. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. He also watch.
1: directed Chappie. Really.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. new one that's yep, come out. That's, that's what made yeah. me think okay. of
0: that. Sigourney Weaver's on board. Okay. Which is awesome. Can't, I don't yeah. know if she'll play the title role, she, but...
2: She can't play... I can't, I can't see her playing uh, uh, I hope her cat, Ripley again.
0: I hope her cat's in it. No. Her, her sweet, sweet kitty no. that made Jonesy, it through.
2: Jonesy's, Jonesy's been dead a long Jonesy's time. been
0: in hypersleep.
2: Well, okay. Hyper nap. All right, hyper nap. All right. All right let's Reincarnated. It was anyway. Yeah. Uh, they keep, I promised myself I wouldn't use my cat voice back. on the air, but I did it. <laughs> I don't Pretty even know. I didn't hear a cat voice. Don't no, please okay. don't do it again.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Ben, you got any anything else to say that you didn't mention about this movie? You liked it? Yeah, most
1: it, of it. It the, it was it was one of those instances where the movie won me over because I didn't really enjoy the first segment. Uh I liked what was being shot for, you know, the campy vibe, but I thought maybe um Allison Andrews was trying a little bit too hard. But then as the movie progressed, uh, the second segment really had me interested to see where it would go next because it was so over the top. And then by the third one, you know, with the just the opening of it, combing the sun's hair, oh, Antonio geez, Banderas, yeah. you're just like thrown into it. Uh, you know, Tim Roth did a great job and pretty much carried the film, even in the parts that were lacking. You know, Bruce Willis was great. Like we said, Antonio Banderas was great. Um, even when Quentin Tarantino was rambling on and on and on, I was still enjoying the movie yeah. overall. Yeah. So overall, it was is it really solid watching and you know, fans of Raoul Dahl or just any of these directors or actors should give it a shot. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, this is kind of a one of those go to films in my house around the holidays because it is set on New Year's Eve. To Spencer, I bet Spencer and, likes the first segment. Uh, Spencer has not seen this one. Thank goodness, not yet. He will. I mean, you know, he will. They've seen worse, but anyway, no. This is uh, something my wife and I stumbled across, across, you know, several years ago, and we just we could not believe that we had just never seen it before. And when we watched it first time, we were just dumbfounded at how much we enjoyed it. And then after that, just randomly, one or both of us will start whistling the the song at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and at the end, I think too. And at the end, yeah. yeah. And, and so and and instantly we know what we're doing and and why we're doing it and and then of course the the epitome of it is don't misbehave
0: yeah it's one of those movies for me where the star power i think is what initially attracted me to to watch this film and i watched it when i didn't really i didn't really understand the the first one it didn't really hit me i didn't second one was okay but it's 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 fun to watch i don't know it's it kind of makes it hard seeing rodriguez and tarantino And even their brief resume at that point, but... There's a lot of, like, the bar has been set pretty high. And then this movie comes out, and it's just lighthearted. It's just for fun. It's refreshing, it's silly, and I think people took it a little, maybe too seriously. Maybe more of a movie than a film. Watch it for fun. All right, well, I think that's about it for us. I'm Jimmy Malone. I'm Stuart Randolph. I'm Ben Snowden. And this is Movie Show Theater. See you next week.
1: we should do is have each of us say a word in the title. This is movie. Ben Movie
0: Show Theater. All right, no, let's, let's try. Let's try it real fast. Let's try it real fast. This has been movie, show, theater. Yeah.